Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to day three of the 12 Days of Ultraman from the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the answer to the question, what the hell is Figgy Pudding and why are we singing about it all the time? Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Don't ask me what figgy pudding is. I have no idea, nor do I want to find out. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I kind of like figs, I, and it seems like it's not bad. It looks more like a cakey thing, because remember, it looks like pudding, thing, yes. pudding is the British term for dessert. True. What are we having True. for pudding? You know? Okay. So, like, it looks kind of like a bunt cake. I don't know. I don't want to find out. Is all I, I don't know. Say. I'm kind of ooh, Pat. I'm saying you might want to because there's no. like <laughs> vanilla and brown sugar and orange marmalade involved. Okay, I'm thinking now you're right? to my <laughs> now you're starting to get going to my on. Yeah, and you're like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> and it's big, so it'll keep you regular. I think, right? Doesn't fig keep oh, you regular? I'm I kind don't of know. Thinking. But if it does, I have to get more fig newtons. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! Look, we can all. It, 2020 has has ruined the the this the the movement schedule for a lot of people. Oh god, <laughs> it has to be. This stress isn't helping anybody out. No, not at right? all. Right, not, not at helping all. anybody out. But anyway, as we record this, it's a uh, very crisp but beautiful Saturday uh, in yes. November. November fourteenth. Uh, so that'll, yeah, that'll give you an idea of how late we are doing these. Um, <laughs> <coughs> I don't remember how how like um, late we started last year doing it, but I, I want to say it was we started October. in October. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. We started in like October, but it was also a lot easier because Pat would just abandon ship and come over here because the children were at school. Yes, it was much easier. This time it's much different, much more difficult because we can't actually be in the same room. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not building a giant plexiglass booth here. Um, no, no, I would not expect you to. And I don't think all, your wife would want me to come through your house either. Also, the, also the sound would be terrible, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk today about Echo, which is the third episode of Ultraman Orb, the Origin Saga, which debuted on the 9th of January, 2017. Uh, again, uh, Kazuya Kanaka and Hirotoshi Kobayashi are our director and writers, respectively. Um, okay. I think they did the whole thing, I would guess. Well, we'll find out each day. That's basically <laughs> the way we do You're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. Um, uh, you know, let me just say this. I think it's funny to watch. Um, as I'm watching this, I'm looking at Guy's outfit, which appears, which makes him appear to be some sort of space hobo, right? He's right. He looks completely like it, the guy looks homeless. He's got like raggy rags for clothes, pretty much. And I mean, that is that appears to be the Subarea, um trope. I was going to say spaceman aesthetic because a lot of okay. people on alien planets seem to dress like nomads, and uh, you know. Fair. And I'm like, wait, you That's have fair. all this superior technology, but you don't have a breathable cotton blend that you can put on for <laughs> for keeping cool in the in the heat and keeping oh, hot in the not. cold. 
I don't know. Of course Everybody's got to have what looks like grandmother's old Afghan that you've been using. Uh, you know, it's been in the front. It's been in the sunroom since the dog had puppies on it. And, you know, it's, <laughs> That's crazy. On the other hand, Juggler's Juggler is dressed up like he was in motocross. You know, ah, with his black crazy. sort of leather outfit with padding on it and whatnot. Now, Guy's thing has padding on it too. I, it's very, it's very strange. Uh, I, I, it's a very different aesthetic than the um, Star Trek unitard that you see with most of Star ah. Trek aliens. They're like, we've gone to this new planet. And everyone's wearing the same outfit, which also bothers me beyond being bothered. I don't let that kind of stuff bother me. It's easier to make 10 of the same outfit than different outfits. So I let that slide. Sure. That's why I like the Orville, though, because the Orville tends to take a little bit more of a, like, this is the style on this planet. But people have, you know, they've moved, you know, they, they are all variants of the style. Oh, okay. So okay. You, I mean, I have to watch I, the order. I know you love Star Trek uh, with the power of the sun. I need you to see the Orville because, uh, one, I need more people to see the Orville because it's amazing. And it, it is the best Star Trek show since uh, Next Gen that isn't oh, wow. Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's everything you love about Star Trek that Star Trek doesn't do anymore. Okay. Like, I have to watch it then. Yeah. I mean, where to ask the silly question? Hulu. Now, where can, it's Hulu. Hulu, which Hulu. I do not have, and I'm not do you have, to guess. Do you have Disney Plus? I do. Then you probably have Hulu because I think it's bundle now. You if you pay for the bundle, then you have. Oh, it. you're getting that I have for not free. Paid for well, no, I'm not getting thing. Disney Plus for free. I paid for the year. Oh, well, maybe you, I think maybe you get it. You might check. I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll ask. Have to look. Ask somebody. Call Mickey well, Mouse. I'll look it up later. <laughs> oh, hi, Patrick. You know, like and, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I wanted to know if I get Disney Plus. I'll put you through the customer service. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. they just tell me no. Hey, this is goofy. <laughs> <laughs> they just say no. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Oh, Owen's back. What do you need, big man? Yeah. No, nothing. You all right? I just wanted to say hi. He's a great done. <laughs> Jeez. Well, he's probably getting hungry, even though he just had breakfast. Um, well, he's a growing boy, obviously. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> he ate. He ate for breakfast yesterday four pieces of pizza that we had left oh. in the refrigerator. Okay. Um, okay. Grapes, like a big handful of grapes. Um, then he was done. He had something else too. Then he proceeded to eat chicken and French fries for lunch. Oh, good lord! And like. <laughs> A giant dinner. I was like, he's eating like a savage. It's unbelievable. Like, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, you got to fuel the body, but holy crow. Yeah, I can see it in his height. I haven't seen him in a couple months, and he is getting huge. He's almost as tall as I am, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so let's get to getting. Um, as the Suzark is about to approach an asteroid, Mikot manages to steer the jet away from it after saving. Oh yeah, that's right. So that is that is what happens. Um, they wake up. Uh, the girls wake up in the ship. Jugglers there, and they're like, "Well, what are you doing here?" And they're like, "Look out!" And that's what yep. the hangers are about to hit the asteroid. It would be nice if they had mentioned that in the last one. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <sighs> so um, after saving the Suzark from another asteroid, or uh, 
decides he, he thinks he knows how he's going to fight them star by flying into its belly and punching his way through the back. Yeah. What I, what I yes. think is so amazing about that whole sequence is when Ben star turns around the look of utter bemusement and confusion on the monster's face is like, <laughs> my jump jump doesn't feel so, oh no. Exactly. That was a good visual for a suit. You could see the fact that, oh, yeah. this is not going to work out well. Yeah, I don't know how they managed <laughs> to convey that look on Bemstar's face, which is not that Bemstar ever looks anything close to uh, with a plan. Bemster just seems to be like, I'm going to show up and eat. That's that's my yeah, that's pretty yeah. much him. But this he actually just like, oh no, I don't know quite what to make of. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. good stuff. So um, uh, meanwhile, on uh, planet Duran, uh, Musahi Haruno was contacted by Shin Asuka of a certain people trying to use my oh being told of a certain people trying to use monsters to create chaos right. um and he seeks his help the former complies transforms into ultraman cosmos while approaching a stargate um on earth once the research team connects the seal fragments they deduce that the illustration is in fact yagdrasil that is a norse mythology thing for the tree yes. of life right yes. yeah uh, as Shohei inspects the salvage seed once more, it releases a backlash wave accompanies with memories of Amate. He awakens right. in the hospital and repeatedly sketches the infinity symbol with his hands okay. on, on I mean, the plastic I, I sheet of the bed. I said it was a giant eight, but I mean, I guess if you turn it sideways, it's an infinity yeah. symbol either way. Well, I mean, it's a, yeah. A, what would a giant number eight? <laughs> They're Wait both till the then. same thing. Wait till this episode when it all becomes clear. <laughs> God, Five more episodes. <laughs> that would be, you know what? If that turns out that that explanation does actually happen in episode eight, eight. I would be very impressed. <laughs> like, I would not be inf- surprised anymore. It's the infinity symbol plus foreshadowing. That would be neat. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, the, everybody's really concerned about this guy because he's like, I I'd like he had a they had a big one of those big giant sharpie markers, and that's what he's drawing with. But then right. he, I think he dumps it into a bowl and he, he pours the ink out of it or something. No 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 no. He gets some dirt to. He's using his hospital bed, yeah. and he drew the infinity symbol number eight on that, and then he got a bowl of dirt to spread on Where's the bed. I initially thought it was poop at first, and I was like, I don't think they're going to go there. But, you know, who knows? Um, well, it looked like dirt to me. I would say it wasn't poop because they didn't want to go there, but where in the world would you get a also bowl of dirt in the hospital? Black. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he had water and he dumped the... Because it looked the inky, ink so there? maybe he ripped the pen apart and dumped the ink in there. And But know. it wouldn't be enough ink to make the whole thing of water. Oh, it it's plot ink. Thicker. It's fine. It's what they used to write the script with. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and it was also one of the big fat Sharpies. It wasn't just your average Sharpie. It was one of those ones that has like that one-inch nib. Yep. You know, when you open oh, it, I you know. can smell it from 32 feet away. That'd be the one. <laughs> you know, you open one of those and somebody in the next room is like, you open a marker? That was, you, <laughs> oh, that's markers? what you did. Okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I opened up the big Sharpie. Oh, the big Sharpie. Yeah. 
I, I, do you remember the brand El Marco? No. No? El Marco had like, uh, it was the same size as a Sharpie, sort of. It was a little more highlighter chunky. but okay. and, it, and it had like the same kind of nib as a highlighter, but it was a black marker. And it had like a picture of El Marco on the side, which was uh, oh, a Zorro analog. Oh God, no! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and when we were in class, when we were in school, it was like, "Ooh, an El Marco!" Like, for, I don't know, maybe it sounded exotic. What the hell do I know? But that's what you <laughs> wanted. You didn't want a sharpie. You wanted an El Marco. <sighs> Whatever. That's yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, um, the the doctor examines him and uh, does a CAT scan on his brain and does his thing. He's like, "Look." Something has entered his brain. Maybe it was a parasite or something. Um, and then he and, asked the other scientists if he has done anything. And they're like, oh, nope, nope. He has not done anything different at all. Yeah. And then something like, did he eat anything weird? They're both like, no, no, no. Didn't, definitely didn't eat anything weird. Like, <laughs> So uh, meanwhile, uh, and there's a lot of meanwhile in this show because they, they went back and forth. They bounce back and forth a lot in this yeah, show. They, which I think they have a lot of ground to cover. confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I admit I'm not smart. I they need to really. <laughs> they need to have like a tone um, that that chimes every time they like when you had when you were little and you had a book and record and it was like yep. wait for this sound boop, to turn the to page. Change the page. Yeah, exactly. and you're like, oh, okay, we're changing our. It's just enough to grab your attention a little bit, um, so you know what you're doing. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Meanwhile, Amate gets into another argument with uh, Raigu over the best way to end their war with Dr. Psyche. Uh, back in the Suzark, Guy and Juggler hears uh, the cannon pilot's back. Here, oh, here's about the ladies' backgrounds um, and why the former decides to join them to the planet Zane, much to Juggler's dismay. Right. Um, hearing that Amate can also turn giant, uh, Guy is very impressed with the canon queen being his senior, but Mikat told him that uh, she's kind of the opposite of him because she doesn't believe in war and the casualties and that. And guys like, yeah, no, that's, that's me. Like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm that. it me. I'm that. Um, I, <laughs> I also, uh, am interested in, uh, an attractive woman who can grow giant size. Uh, cause it's a weird thing. Like, you know, um, it's not <laughs> something fun. that you get a lot of matches on Tinder on is what I'm saying. Uh, I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Handsome Japanese looking alien seeks uh comely Japanese looking alien uh prefer become a giant. <laughs> prefer bigger gals. You know, like and by bigger <laughs> I mean fifty meters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh ability to shoot plasma from forearms is a plus. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> And I thought about it last night because these are the things I think about at one in the morning. Like, you have various species of aliens who can become giant. Right. Um, all the way from Baltans to... Well, pretty much every alien who, at this point. Yeah, yeah exactly. <coughs> um, uh, did we lose out in the uh, evolutionary lotto or something? Like... <laughs> Are Again, we just not there magic. yet? I know, but it's like, just script magic. Look, I'm starting to feel sort of changed, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Not nope, that I need don't. to grow giant because. Oh yes, you do, but. <laughs> look, there are. 
Look, I, I I don't think anybody needs to see that. They'd be like, that guy's fat, huh? Like, hey, come on. <laughs> Try to fight the monster. I can hear that. Words hurt, you jerks. Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, just script magic. We all know it. Yeah, of course. Because the physics involved would be insane. Yeah, I love that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, the guard girls uh, are both impressed by the fact that... Um, juggler you know he's a swordsman and whatnot and the one of them is like you'll teach me that and he's like no no i'm not going to teach you that and yeah. she's like i understand master he's like what are you doing no this is not a thing <laughs> this is not a thing uh, not gonna happen yeah. not gonna happen <laughs> yeah so uh meanwhile uh, again meanwhile um again while visiting Shelley's ward yui and yasuke are shocked to discover him drawing a strange infinity symbol as images of Amate are still floating in his mind with both people from faraway locations are able well, to be connected. Well, he finally did make a full design of the world tree. Yeah. And now somehow the queen can communicate to him through this design that he has made. You want to hit that science bell for me? Because that's about the only way that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, I can do that. I didn't have it with <laughs> me. And I was, I was just saying to myself, Boy, we made a whole two episodes without having to go to the science bell, and you read my mind and ruined it. <laughs> there you go. That's okay. Because there's no other way that that makes any kind of sense except sure. script science. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, that's fine. Uh, psychic connections are a big trope in the Ultra Universe. Uh, this okay. one, they're really bridging it by saying, like, you can psychically contact people in different universes. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it's is that really a bridge further than you can psychically contact anybody? Like, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, yeah. I, at this point, I just got to go let it slide. Let yeah, it go. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Juggler, uh, meanwhile, tries to lecture Guy on the true nature of conflict through a sword fight and uh, once more detests his peaceful ideals. But um, Guy leaves, and as we said before, Mikot approaches Juggler and seeks apprenticeship in the Jashin style. He refuses right. uh, because it's an obstacle for his mission. But she's like, you've been betrayed by somebody too. And we, you know, just like we have with the captain. And he says, the only person I've been betrayed by is myself. Yes, uh, yes. Then uh, suddenly the ship was attacked by a fleet of Bezelbs while approaching the planet Zane. Guy transforms into orb and eliminates the first wave as uh, he makes his landing and fights through to their hive. Um, while another fleet attacks the Suzark, a strange light clears the path again and saves Orb from being injected and revealing yes. it to be Ultraman Dinah. Um, I thought that was Cosmos. No, Cosmos is a more blue uh, Ultra. Cosmos is on his way, but that is ah. Ultraman Dinah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, in addition to the newly arrived Ultra, an infected Birdon comes to aid the Bezelp group as well. And holy yes. crap! Infected bird on is terrifying. <laughs> it did look very scary. I did like, I do like the bird on, but to see it infected with the red eyes and everything, yeah, bird on really is, makes him scary. Bird on is a doofy looking monster that you can't help but like, but like infected evil bird on is really unsettling. <laughs> Just whoa, my goodness gracious, I don't care for that in the least. Not at in all, not the at least. All. I don't know if uh, 
we don't have too much. Let's let's look Ultraman no, that's Dyna it. up. That's well, no, I'm going to look oh, up Ultraman want. Dyna because we don't really have a okay. monster minute unless you want to talk about creepy Birdon, which is just no, Birdon being creepy. <laughs> um, his host is Shin Asuka, and um, he's 55 meters tall, 45,000 tons. Uh, he is an ultra. Um, let's see. His first appearance Does it give the year? was Ultraman Dyna. Um, Episode one, obviously. Um, right, of course. But what year was that? Does it have Hold that? on. We're getting there. Uh, and okay. the last appearance was Ultraman Orb Saga, episode 12. So we've got him. Now, Ultraman Dyna, uh, the show, is the 13th episode, or 13th entry into the Ultraman series, and was from September to uh, September 1997 to oh, August okay. of 1998. 98. Okay. 51 episodes. Oh, good God. And we'll get there um, eventually. Uh, remember the series catchphrase, Pat. See the explosive power of the ultimate hot battle. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. We all remember that. <laughs> we all remember that. Oh, God. That. But um, let's get to uh, na, 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 if there's anything we need to know about that. Um, let's see. Uh, Dinah's name was suggested by mine in episode two where the word Dyna came from the word dynamic, despite oh, that okay. she said it comes from the Japanese word of love, which is uh, Daisukina. There you have Okay, it. sure. Yeah, apparently there's novels. Um, my goodness, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, Dyna's, Dyna um, is supposed to be quite a good series as well, but it's not something we're going to see. Uh, Anytime just, Not really, because they have to release it on Blu-ray in Japan first. Ah, gotcha. Don't believe that has had a Blu-ray release at all in Japan. Um, okay. I don't think so. Let's let's uh, take a quick gander at that because it's Go possible it. um, that that is out. I know it's it's been out on DVD, of course. Um, let's see, Ultraman's. Uh, wait, wait a minute, where did it go? Ultraman Dyna. Here we go. And then we go down to releases. Release information. Holy crap, that's a lot of stuff on here. Um, oh, no. Oh, I don't, characters, cast, music, home media. Um, let's see. Well, that doesn't tell me anything other than it's the first release since Ultraman 80 to incorporate silhouettes into its opening animations. Thank you. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, which we've seen in pretty much, it's what they're doing again recently where they show the episode title with just the black silhouettes of the monsters and the ultras. Right. Yeah. Right. That's fine. So yeah. Um, yeah. There's no list of whether or not that is that's super aggravating. Nah, we'll just go with the fact that it's not out. That's all we have to worry about. Yeah. But still, I'd like to know if there was, if it's out on Blu-ray, I'm going to find out right now. Ultraman Dino okay. Blu-ray. Uh, Oh, apparently, yes. Um, maybe. Announced and previewed. Oh, yeah, it's, it's out. Oh, okay. So we're probably going to get it at some point in... Um, in the near uh, future. Yeah, I can't think of the... Uh, yeah, sometimes... Uh, Mill Creek's been pretty amazing for uh, for that. And it's... Uh, they got... I wonder, what, ooh, I wonder what it cost. I wonder if it's... Oh, God, no. Yeah. For a fifty episode thing, I would think it's going to be fifty bucks, pretty much. In Japan, Patrick, 
In Japan, oh no, in Japan it's four hundred dollars. It is four hundred eighty-six dollars, Pat. Oh, there you go. Four hundred eighty-six dollars. <laughs> Ten bucks an episode. About guys. So wow, like, good God, good God, <laughs> that's just crazy. But yeah, there's a there's a Tiga box Blu-ray box set, so that actually came out too. That's nice. Um, their box sets have a lot more special features. We're not getting that stuff. I assume that's not fair. Pro- well, I'm assuming it's a rights issue. And yeah. it costs more money. So, all right, fine. I get it. Um, <laughs> it'd be nice for Subrea to put it on their YouTube channel or something. We're just asking. So, We're yeah, just asking. That's all we can do is ask. But, yeah, so that's about it for that episode. Um, we're going to do episode four of Ultraman Orb Origin Saga tomorrow, which is entitled, hold on while I keep scrolling backwards. <laughs> Here's Echo. Come on, baby. And it is called, you're kidding me. I lost it already. Uh, well, I, I, I tabbed back too far. That's what happened. Uh, I got you. It on the phone. Got you. According to this, afterwards, tragedy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, that's it. We'll see you all tomorrow for episode and day four of... The 12 Days of Ultraman. Uh, Yeah, for the 12 Days of Ultraman 2020, hopefully airing in 2020, I have been Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bach. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>